All right, peace, family. I'm Lake and Mission Brother Anthony X back again with another episode of Tech Thought and Podcast. When the devil tries to keep you down, you show up with the strategy. Always, always, always show up with the strategy. Uh, I pray all is well with everybody. Uh, today, I, I think for me, it's a special episode or it's a significant episode. It's something I've been wanting to talk about for a little while now. And it's called, um, and I'm loosely calling it because I don't have like no PhD or no degree in linguistics or, you know what I'm saying, any cognitive science field of any kind, you know what I mean? But in my opinion, in my reality, it's called uh, the anatomy of conversation. And so I wanted to talk about that because I feel like conversation is a big part of, I would say, building and obviously communicating from one person to another, whether that's telling somebody how you feel or giving somebody some type of instruction or really just, you know what I'm saying, having any type of dialogue or, you know what I mean, between one person to another. So I feel like conversation, understanding some elements of conversation is important. And I want to touch on a couple of things that I feel like get us caught up in, in having dialogue, having conversation with people, it's like we get caught up and we trip up on these little short things and we really, we miss really the goal of the interaction. So the first thing I want to talk about is, oh, right. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stick, I'll stick to this first. I'll stick to this first and I'll come back. So the first thing I want to talk about is the definition of conversation. We in the nation of Islam, we kind of like to, we, we are not kind of, we like to be right and exact. And we like to come with, um, as we call, we like to say the actual facts. You know what I mean? So before we get into anything of my opinion, let's get into the definitions of some words. So the definition of conversation as a noun reads, and this is according to Google, which I believe is according to Oxford dictionaries, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, definitions from Oxford languages. It reads, a talk, especially an informal one, between one or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. The example they give is she picked up the phone and held a conversation in French. Um, synonyms are, I'm not going to read them all, discussion, talk, chat, exchange, dialogue, parlay. <laughs> that made me think about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, confab, jaw, rap, gas, rabbit, right? So I'm not going to read all the similar, similar words, but those are just some of them. Let me, let me read that definition one more quick time. A talk, especially an informal one between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. Right. Praise be to Allah. So now we're going to go on to the next definition that I like to, to go into, and that would be the word listening. And the word listening or the word listen as a verb means give one's attention to a sound. Also, take notice of and act on what someone says, respond to advice or request. Furthermore, make an effort to hear something, be alert and ready to hear something. And as a noun, it reads, an act of listening to someone. Okay, so we kind of got our our basis for the conversation. And I feel like that word is good. I'm, I'm going to say that word a hundred more times before this episode is over. But the, the term of listening, 
and the, the other word i guess in my mental word cloud that comes to mind is vulnerability or i would also, i could also say open-mindedness you know what i mean um listening i think is a very easy thing to misunderstand and i think it's a very easy thing to find yourself not doing when you actually think that you are listening you know what i mean you hear brothers say you know what i mean you hear me but you ain't listening you know what i mean <laughs> so the difference between that is you hear some you are maybe at a i guess you could say cursory or not fully attentive um amount of I would say not full intention on paying attention to what somebody is saying. You know what I mean? You're kind of just hearing it, but you're not really absorbing it. Um, listening, I really feel like it's like, okay, I'm now giving my full attention. I'm now ready to absorb. I'm ready to really um, ingest whatever a person is telling me. And I'm not, in my mind, I'm not allowing for that to be obstructed in any way by something that could pop up into my mind and so that's why i say with that i believe comes a certain level of vulnerability because if you're having a conversation with somebody that if you're having a conversation with somebody that right so if you're having a conversation with somebody that is you're, you're going to hear something that you don't necessarily want to hear or something that would be a little bit squeamish, kind of like in a joking sense. It's like, um, we want to talk about Eli Manning's interceptions. You know what I mean? I could, I could even involuntarily turn my brain off to whatever that I'm hearing. You know what I mean? Because I don't, I don't want, I don't want to open myself up to what you're presenting to me, you know what I mean? Because I feel like I could get, I could be hurt by it or I could, I'm not going to hear something that I really like, you know what I mean? And it could cause me to have uh, some shape or form of an emotional reaction to what you're, what you're going to be saying or what really the conversation is going to, is going to bring up. So the vulnerability and listening, I think come hand in hand or go hand in hand because If you're touching on something in the conversation that you don't want to hear, you know what saying? Like you talk, talk to a little kid about grades or, you know what I'm saying, going to college when they're a freshman or whatever. It's like, eh, I don't really want to hear that. You know what I mean? When, I, when I'm talking to people, you know what I mean? And we're trying to, we're, we're, we're talking about the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. It's like when they hear something like the most honorable Elijah Muhammad or the word, the teachings, or, you know what I mean? It's a, it's a lot of buzzwords that I think when people hear them, their mind turns off to a degree to, okay, yeah, here, here you go talking about that topic that I don't really want to touch on. And I don't want to go too far into the mind of a person not necessarily wanting to be exposed to a certain level of truth, because I don't think that's the topic of the conversation. But I do feel that to a degree, when you hear certain things or a person has a certain level of body language or they're giving off a certain type of energy, the listening part goes down and the interference from maybe an emotional reaction begins to um, take precedent over actually listening. And so a part of that in the conversation that is negative is if you're not listening and then more importantly as well, if you're not willing to listen, 
then we're never going to be able to build that bridge. We're never, we're never going to be able to come to some type of common ground, middle ground, some type of level of understanding if in your mind, as soon as you hear me open my mouth or as soon as I say one of those buzzwords, as soon as I um, begin a conversation in a manner that you feel is unappealing or unattractive, or myself too, because I'm not, I'm not immune to it, I can do the same thing. That hinders the growth or the progression of this conversation or this dialogue. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll even say it in a, in, a, in a light sense where if I'm caught up in the emotions of being a, a Giants fan, an Eli Manning fan, once I hear you say something like, and eh, well, Eli did this, Eli did that, I respond emotionally. Or, you know what I mean? The conversation doesn't go anywhere because I'm now, I'm, I'm so wrapped up in my feelings now we're, we're sitting back talking about, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, the conversation kind of goes way off the track because I don't want to face the truth of him leading the league in interceptions three years, you know what I mean? Which I don't have any problem talking about. We can uh, chat that up at any time, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, like, I like to go ahead, you know what I mean, and, and get into that, but that's not what we're here for today. Eli Manning episode definitely on, on the way, though, for sure. Shout out to the GOAT. The next, the next segment, so we have listening and vulnerability, which I feel like is at the crux of a conversation because one person's talking, one person's listening. You really can't have two people talking at, talking at the same time. So you want to be able to, one person has to be listening. You know what I mean? So that person has to be able to be open-minded and vulnerable to what they're getting ready to absorb. The next thing that I feel like, and I'm not going to, this could be, I feel like this conversation could be really long. I, I kind of just want to touch on important points that I feel that are a hindrance to conversation, dialogue, progression, and growth. And enlightenment, that's the that's the real word that I like to um, strive towards, is generalizations. You know what I mean? So I, I really, I grew up playing a lot of video games, even into my adult life. You know what I mean? I don't play as many video games um, as much today as I used to. But one game that in particular that taught me a lot about this word general generalization is really Hearthstone. And Hearthstone is a card game, you know what I mean, made by Blizzard. Don't want to go too much into game and talk. <laughs> so, but it's a card game that you have what they call minions and spells. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of have to break it down so I can uh, lay the lay the foundation. You have minions and spells. You get your opponent down from thirty health or more down to zero and you win the game you know what i mean and so obviously in any card game you have probability and from a term that i've learned from the video gaming world rng which means random number generation which pretty much just means random outcomes of certain types of situations you know what i mean so what i learned about generalizations from that game and really from like the commentary you know what i mean when you when you make a comment like the the going the going thing in Hearthstone is oh man I'm never lucky, oh, or always lucky you know what I'm saying or I never I never get this or my opponent always does this my opponent always draws this type of card against me. When you're making those kind of general generalizations in that game, there's enough analytics in the game for that to either be um, validated or invalidated. So when you're sitting back and you're saying oh man I'm never lucky or I always lose to this archetype. Then you go back, you can look at the analytics and say, oh man, well, my uh, I was actually wrong about that or I was actually right about that. And you actually have to take in 
the proper sample size whenever you're making a certain kind of statement. Or so a person says, and this is again in the Hearthstone land, we're not going to stay there too much longer, but people be like, man, Priest is just so dominant over the over the over all the other heroes in the game. Then you go back and look and you say, okay, well, actually, Tone, not really, because you know what I'm saying, Mage and Rogue and whatnot have high win rates also against Priest. So that statement that you made based on maybe your sample size of a hundred or so games, based on a much larger sample size given the scope of um, millions of players or millions of games. Though that those analytics rebut what you're saying. And so you have to focus on the sample size and whatever you're getting ready to uh, make a comment on, make a generalization of. Excuse me. So when I'm talking now, whenever I'm having a conversation, I strive my best to not say things like, man, these people are always, or man, most people, they do this. Or man, I, I know there, there's, a, there's a whole lot of people that do this. Because what is my sample size of what I'm saying? So if I say uh, black women have attitudes, <laughs> what is my actual sample size of interaction with black women to know if, I'm saying all black women have attitudes. Even if you were being ridiculous, if you say, well, brother Anthony, you dealt with, you, you've been around 10,000 black women. There are, there are millions, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're, we're taught that there are 40 million or more um, original people in America. So let's just say for the sake of conversation, there are, there are 20 million black women. You've interacted with 10,000 of them. So if you're making a you're making a blanket statement trying to say that all black women do this or all black men do this, what's your sample size? How are you breaking that down in order to make a general statement in that way? And so that's something that I really try to catch myself um, and strive to not do because generalization one creates an emotional reaction. Like I say again, if I say all black women, all black women have attitudes. One, again, that's not based on uh, the actual facts of, or the majority understanding. I cannot, I reasonably can't have that. But no, so you're going to have a, you're going to have a, an emotional reaction because it's like, okay, one brother Anthony, you're really wrong. That's not really a fact. You know what I mean? Because you're not really basing that on any realistic amount of um, actual experience. You know what I mean? But then two, because you made a statement that wasn't based in actual fact, now the conversation goes in that direction. Oh, how do you know? Oh, what makes you say that? Oh, what's an attitude? Now, instead of me, maybe I had a, a, a good intention for making that statement. Maybe there was something that I was trying to get over with making that statement. First off, that wouldn't be a great way for me to articulate it. But I'm just saying that if I had something that I was earnestly trying to get over to a brother or a sister, getting the conversation digressing in that way would not allow me to be able to get to it because I was not speaking accurately. I was not speaking in a far-reaching enough amount of truth. I don't have enough of a sample size. I don't have enough of a uh, understanding to make a statement like that. So if I say, 
You know what I mean? Red potatoes make the best roasted potatoes. I've been cooking professionally for closer to 15 years. I've been I've been working in restaurants for I mean, I don't know, a long time. So my experience and my what I've done in the field allows for me well, when a person hears they be like, okay, he's probably right. He's dedicated X amount of time of his life to this. So he, the brother's probably right. You know what I mean? So I think I think I've gotten over my point on that where it's like just be I think we should be very careful of generalizing statements, especially when we have to take in consideration the actual sample size of what we're trying to throw an entire blanket over. And we don't even have the requisite experience or knowledge or understanding to be able to make a statement like that. You know what I mean? So the next part, excuse me, the next thing I want to go down and break down or talk about is what I call again, I'm not I'm not a professor. I don't have any degrees in this in this area. I don't have any any type of degree, you know what I'm saying? Especially when we're talking about language or dealing with people. The 99%, I like to call it the 99% versus the 1% rule. So I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say it like this, and I'm gonna try to articulate it in the best way. Uh, that I can in a in a general sense something that is majority consensus understood so I'll use hip hop uh, in this example where I would say today's hip hop is bad this is, an, this is an example even though that could be you know what I'm saying? We, could, we could have the conversation that that's true now, then a person will come up to me and say, oh, well, Tony, you must ain't never heard of J. Cole. Or, well, Tony, you ain't never heard of uh, Kendrick Lamar or Rhapsody. Now, I could go down and rattle off 50 names of rappers that are bad, that make bad-sounding type music. And what I mean by bad is I just want to qualify the term Meaning you're not bringing anything to the craft. You're not bringing anything to the craft. You're working with formulas. You want to sound like what's on the radio or what's popping. And you're really in it for the bag. So yes, the beat sounds great. Yes, your chorus probably sound catchy. But the music is not quality because you're really kind of like a vulture or you're like a vampire of the game. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Stop. That's bad, even though there are probably tens of millions of people that stream that song. But you're sucking the life energy out of the game and you're not really adhering to any of the principles that what made the art form what it is, what it is. So when I say, man, hip hop today is bad. And you have you're, you're having a reaction where you're like, man, well, what about this person? What about that person? You're now so the large understood element of this is. What really is the focus? In most avenues, and I say most based on this, and I'm not, yo, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep digressing, but I say this, and that like brothers, like my brother Jabril, you know what I'm saying, some of my, my real, real deal scientific brothers, if this is incorrect, please fact check your brother, but I, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with this. The first element is. Hydrogen. And if I'm not mistaken, hydrogen 
is if it's not a compound word, the word is broken down into two parts where you have hydro, which we already know means uh, water. And then you have gen, which uh, again, if I'm incorrect, I, I stand corrected, but that is a link to genes or genetics. So even the first element, which is one, is two parts. So you'll be hard pressed to find anything in nature, in existence, that would be 100%. Something could be 99.9 repeating. It becomes, what's the word? It becomes negligible to even mention the 1% or the 0.1% or the 0.00001% of whatever we're talking about. You're now being, you're now taking away from the growth and the progression of the conversation to bring up the 1%. You sit back, I sit back and I'll say, okay, well, little boys like to play rough. We understand that this is a generally understood thing. Boys will be boys, how that term go. You know what I mean? Then a person be like, oh, well, not my son. Not my... That's cool. But you understand that that's, that, that's understood. We don't have to go. We don't have to go into that. I shouldn't have to go and do, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, a think piece on that with references and citations and all of that. We know that. So don't drag down a conversation by trying to pull on a 1% that you know is, is necessarily weak and that you know is not really adding or furthering the conversation. Let's, let's strive not to do that because, like I said, it doesn't do anything. But now the conversation is, now I got to go and, like I said, I got to do a think piece on it. Now I got to go and I got to pull out all the literature to prove to you by majority understanding that this is what I'm saying that it is. Little boys like to play rough. Football is a violent sport. Oh, person, I'd be like, football is a violent sport. Oh, well, the kicker don't never get tackled. Or being saying the, the, uh, the, the field goal kicker don't really get into no violent action. That's 1%. Come on, bro. What are, what are you doing? You're taking away. You're, play, you're being a mischief maker with the language. Okay, so I, think, I think that point, um, I think I got over that point pretty cool. Don't drag down conversation by just trying to be a nuisance. Listen, be vulnerable and pay attention to the, the truth of what a person is saying. The fourth part, be very quick on this. Just being dug in to where you can't, you cannot be moved off of your position because you don't want to. So if a person be like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to think of something arbitrary. You know what I'm saying? Like, person be like, uh, I don't know. I, can, I really can't think of an example. But I, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory where it's like, yo, you just can't be moved. I use myself. Okay, I'm like, Eli threw too many interceptions. I'm like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, his interception was because of X, Y, and Z. Or, well, I'm, I'm giving all these different types of excuses. The fact of the matter is the, the, the goat through too many interceptions. That's just the bottom line. Now, if I'm having the dialogue, I would sit back and say, okay, Brett Favre, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, 
led the league, led, leads, the, leads the history of the NFL in interceptions. And his last interception is or was a no-look interception to send his team out of the playoffs. So when you're making, I can accept the fact that Eli made through way too many interceptions. That's a fact. But two, I'm saying, okay, now, okay, what are we doing with that statement? But that, again, that's another part of the conversation. We're good on that. I'm just not going to be so dug into the point where I cannot be moved off of my position. I talk to my bros all the time in the group chat, and this is really, you know what I'm saying, my group of friends, I salute to them. You know what I'm saying, Dre, Ju, you know what I'm saying, Dion, Xavier, you know what I mean? We have conversation where we'd be emotionally engaged into a, into a, into a, a, a conversation. And the truth wins out the majority of the time, every time. I can't think of a time. Where I'm like, yo, man, I, now nah, I don't, I don't feel like this, or I feel like, I feel like this, I feel like, yo, this person did X, Y, and Z, boom, boom, boom. And then, yo, my brother presented me the truth, and I'm like, you know what? All right, yo, you, yo, you got that. That's a fact. I, I did feel like that, but you presented um, a, a great argument to me where I feel like, okay, yes, sir, you got that. I, I concede that. You know what I mean? You cannot be so dug into a point where you refuse to grow, where you refuse to progress, where the conversation is now stuck on your rigidity. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't go anywhere because you just like, nah, bump that. I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a great example of somebody being just too dug in and it cost them. Man, that was a funny episode on Chappelle's show. So I mean, yeah, that that's pretty. Like I said, that's pretty self-explanatory about being dug in, man. We got we got to strive to not be like that. We're, we're we taught in the nation and our study guides rise above emotion to the thinking of God. God is mathematical. Islam is mathematics, and mathematics is Islam. So we need to be trying to move less emotional and more mathematical because the the universe, as we're taught by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. The earth, the universe was created in truth. It's some things you don't like about the, the universe, some things you don't like about the earth. But it was created in truth, regardless of your regardless of your feeling about it. So getting ready to wrap up this, this uh I don't even really know what to call it at this point, other than the word conversation. Just this exchange, <laughs> you know what I mean? The purpose of dialogue, the purpose of, besides small talk, besides like how you doing and whatnot, and we're, we're asking a question about why is the relationships between black men and women so strained? The purpose of that, in my opinion, is to be enlightened. I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring a certain I'm going to bring a certain amount of conversation to the table, certain perspective to the table. I'm expecting, if, so if I'm in a group of people having a conversation, I'm going to, I want to take in their perspective. I want to grow from their perspective. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I'm not expecting to leave that conversation, leave that exchange, leave this group of people, that discourse, discord. Is it discourse or discord? I believe it's discourse. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not going to leave that environment without being 
without growing. I'm at least striving to be enlightened. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you can say you can say Discord. Debate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Debating, you know what I mean? I feel like that that's something else. So I'm I'm looking at the end of the day, even though if I'm debating you, I'm looking to be enlightened. The next episode that I'm gonna do, if it be the will of Allah, I'm gonna talk about what is a fact. Because I kind of feel like these are kind of sister topics. You know what I mean? And when I'm having a when I'm having a dialogue, when we're trying to build on something, and we're trying to build on the problem between um, black men and women, and we're trying to build on racism, or we're trying to build on religion and spirituality, and we're trying to build on that, there are certain elements that are my perspective, and then there are certain elements that are factual. And we have to be able to be vulnerable enough and open-minded enough to be able to separate the emotional and the factual. But that's for another time. So like I said, I feel like the purpose of dialogue, purpose of conversation and building really is to grow, to learn something, to get something that you didn't get before or to present something to somebody else that maybe they didn't know. So instead of just everybody, we getting caught up in our emotions and getting caught up in how we feel, our preconceived notions of whatever the topic may be, like Tom Brady being the GOAT, which is just absolutely ridiculous, or LeBron James being the GOAT, which is not as ridiculous, but I find it to be a little bit like, okay, <laughs> the LeBron James conversation gets very emotional for the LeBron supporters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the most, I got to say, I got I, I got to be straight up on this platform. That's the most crybaby fan base. They just they cry like you talk about LeBron. It's like it's it's an affront. I'm not saying talk about talk bad. I'm saying like you talk anything other than saying LeBron's the goat. It's like yo, it's 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 crying season. Anyway, I'm not gonna do that. Let's strive to be enlightened. Let's strive to share notes. Let's not let's let's go away from being on the low level of of conversation. So my, my closing thoughts on this, on this topic, I feel like the conversation between people, men and women is of extreme importance. And I just felt that the, the, the purpose for this podcast episode is really to kind of uh, illuminate some, I feel that were like hidden problems that we were having in conversation. And there are obviously many more, but these things that I've seen in my lifetime that just trip us up and instead of us focusing on what the reason what this this person is saying this brother or sister was saying what's the reason behind why they're saying what they're saying be open to it what's the motivation behind what they're saying and if there's truth to it let's focus on the truth of it as we're taught in our lesson settle on the best part we don't want to settle on the poor part We should be trying to grow together and the way that we do that and one way we do that is with communication. So ironing out the wrinkles of communication I think is very important. And I don't I don't want to um go too super like belabor the point too far, but let's just watch out for these little small little things that take us way off of the course of what we're trying to do.
So, brothers and sisters, I thank you very much if you stuck all the way to the end of this conversation. And again, I, I probably should have a, a conversation counter in the, uh, <laughs> and I guess like in the comments on YouTube, like I should just go ahead and count how many times I said the word conversation. Man, I really need to get my thesaurus out of there, out of here, so I get figure out a different kind of word but i feel like that's the most that's the most i'm about to say conversation again wow i think that's the most common word that we hear and i feel like the the definition and as it said uh hold on let me go back to it real quick a talk especially an informal one between two or more people in which news and ideas are exchanged. So I really feel that the word conversation is very, 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 very applicable to what we're talking about. So once again, brothers and sisters, I, I thank you all for um, sticking with me. You know what I mean? Um, Tech Building Podcast, I have a lot of things in the works that I'm trying to put together. Um, I, I appreciate all the support. You know what I'm saying? Once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Tech Building Podcast. No, it's Tech Building Pod on Twitter tech building podcast on youtube and just stop by the youtube or the twitter and just show me some love we could talk about whatever you know what i mean I, I like to dialogue about just the different various topics that go on especially dealing with black people but people also in general so family i thank you man may allah continue to bless you all i pray again like i said in the beginning everybody's doing well everybody just trying to be one percent better than they were yesterday and this was another episode of the tech building podcast when the devil tries to keep you down, you show up with the strategy. Ice, I'm